Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Today, I'm going to be answering probably the number one question I get pretty often or that I see in various SLP Facebook groups. And that is, how do we decide what vocabulary words to focus on? And in this episode, I'm going to explain why I don't rely on vocabulary lists, grade level lists, classroom curriculum, and what I like to use instead. So before we get into all of that, I wanted to share with you some evidence so you know it's not just my personal opinion. So this is something to consider. Kids in elementary school can learn between 3,000 and 5,000 words per year. Okay, that is typical developing students, students not on our caseloads. But students with language impairments can also learn words incidentally. However, they require more exposures to make it stick. Okay, and you're probably thinking, Hallie, we see our students, what, once, twice a week? Yeah, we see our students a total of like 30 hours a school year. So clearly, it's not enough time in our isolated world with them to have enough exposures to make it stick. Okay, what is something else to consider? Between grades one and three, it is expected that economically disadvantaged students' vocabularies increase about 3,000 words per year, while middle-class students' vocabularies increase about 5,000 words per year. Okay, so you're realizing all these different things that might relate to our case and how our students are going to fall farther and farther behind because they are just exposed to less vocabulary. They require more exposures to make it stick. And we know that also vocabulary is important for reading success. What else does the research say? We need 12 to 20 meaningful exposures to make a word stick. That's typical developing students. 
So our students with weak vocabularies need even more exposures than that. And that is why I'm so passionate about not focusing on wordless and teaching our students strategies so they know what to do when they come across a word they don't know. Yes, if you haven't listened to me in a while, you know that I'm all about focusing on tier two vocabulary words. So what are the three tiers? Tier one is that basic vocabulary that our students learn incidentally. Cat, dog, chair, shoe. Things our students should just pick up on. Tier three vocabulary words are those words that they need for their classroom curriculum, like science and math and social studies, mitochondria, branches of government, explorer names, things they might study for a test and then they forget. Come on, do you remember all the cranial nerves? I don't. I studied it for that test. I got an A, but I don't need it on an everyday basis. So you can guarantee I don't know those words, those definitions or whatever by heart. So then we have those tier two words. Tier two words are words that can be found across curriculum. Those words can be found in mature dialogues and texts, things they might see on a standardized test, not only in just ELA, but they might see it on like a DBQ in social studies. Words like increase, compare, explain, advantage, those kind of words that are part of a mature vocabulary that we can really focus on. And you're probably saying, well, Hallie, how do I know what words to focus on? Yes, I'm not going to deny it. There are grade level lists out there. You can Google tier two vocabulary lists per grade and you will find some lists out there. But err on the side of caution. You might be working with a fifth grade student, but they might still not have mastered or have the words in their repertoire that they have on a second grade list. So you're probably saying, okay, well then I'll start at the grades lower. That said, in the classroom, they might get exposed to a word that might be on an eighth grade list and they need to know what to do. A successful reader would know how to use their clues and strategies to figure out what that word might mean, even if they are not familiar with it. And we need to teach our students how to explicitly do that because they're not picking up on that skill incidentally. So how do we do that? Using context clues, teaching prefixes and affixes, and teaching our students how to look not, yes, there are clues around all those words. Maybe there's a definition there. A lot of times in a nonfiction text, they might see a definition or an opposite or a synonym or an example. But sometimes they need to just use the gist of what the story is about and try to guess what that word might mean. Can they figure out the parts of speech? Is it a noun? Is it an adjective? Is it a verb? What is that word describing? Is it describing something else? What is that character doing or feeling? What happened to them? And maybe there's another word that they can substitute that is part of their vocabulary, okay? So don't be so focused on how can I teach my students all these possible words that they might need. You can look, again, you can Google all these different vocabulary lists, but it's not gonna help you figure out what is the most important and how you can truly help your students when you're not there. We can help them study for that social studies test, but it's not teaching them how to build their vocabulary when you're not helping them. And our goal is for our students to be successful when we're not around. We don't want them to be speech lifers. We want them to graduate and utilize these strategies independently. And by doing these things like this, it shows our students that what we're doing in the speech room is relevant, that they can be successful. We can build their confidence and we can show them that they can be a successful reader and student. So I hope you found this quick episode on why I don't love vocabulary lists. 
and it can help you reshape your thinking about what words to focus on or not to focus on and to not be so glued to a certain number and instead thinking how you can teach your students those strategies that they can be successful when we are not around. I hope you found this episode quick and helpful and inspiring. Stay tuned to next week because next week is my 100th episode. Yes, you heard that correctly. My 100th episode here on SLP Coffee Talk and I have something super special and fun planned. You don't want to miss out. There might be like a giveaway or a contest to help celebrate. So get excited. Tune in next Monday for that. And make sure you head on over to the show notes. I'm going to include some links to my favorite blog posts all about teaching context clues and tier two vocabulary words in case you want some more information and ideas on how to incorporate it into your speech therapy room. I have a freebie, a scoot game, all about knowing where to start with teaching context clues, starting with non nonsense words, then teaching all the different types of clues that they're conveyed. So I go check that. It's a freebie that you don't want to miss out. All right. So I always end my episodes with a joke. So the 99th episode is no different. Why did Spider-Man borrow his parents' car to take it out for a spin? Ba-dum ching All right, guys. Until next week, you guys are awesome. Love it that you are tuning in with me every Monday to get that jolt of inspiration you need. Have the best day ever. Stay out of trouble. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.